I don't understand like why they're like saying that we're a mismatched couple, but it made me like fall in love with Chris even more, like just having to get through that, even though like, you know, the world says one thing. I said, actually, I've been a fat kid my whole life. Like for me, I, these are actually some pretty funny jokes. Absolutely be praying for another national championship. Let's go dogs. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, again, for joining us for the Run the Race podcast. You know what it is. Uh, it is uh, just about the start of college football season. We have some special guests with us that are actually on the campus of the national champions for the NCAA college football right now, the University of Georgia Bulldogs. So I'm going to introduce you uh, to them. Uh, I've actually met them several years ago in Columbus, Georgia, here, where they were uh, working uh, with, through Solid Rock Youth, which I was a part of for several years, helping with leadership and where both my kids went through. And they are still doing college, mini college ministry now. Um, Ashley and Chris Reed. Ashley graduated from Columbus State University um, about six years ago with a degree in sociology, which, by the way, that was my minor because, you know, it's cool to, to study of people and, and how they do what they do. Um, and uh, involved in Chi Alpha, which we'll talk about that in just a little bit and just realized that college ministry was her passion. And uh, she uh, met and married Christopher, who uh, she met in Chi Alpha that dated all through college. And um, she felt God specifically really kind of uh, pushing her into and calling her into Chi Alpha at the University of Georgia, which is where they're at now, hanging out with uh, their dog Cheerio. I think that's that his name. Is that Cheerio? Is that right? Yeah. Cheerio. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, Chris, Chris Reed also graduated from Columbus State University back in 2018 with a degree in sociology, focusing on crime, deviance, and society. I'm sure there's no deviance going on on the campus of University of Georgia at all. No. Um, and uh, <laughs> he was very involved in Chi Alpha, met the woman of his dreams, and uh, pursued a career in law enforcement. I remember him when we was CSU and the police. He was a uh, the security guard didn't want to mess with Chris at all. You know, when he comes around with his his gun or not gun or whatever, you know, uh, God has also called Chris to be on staff at Chi Alpha at UGA, serving the dogs through Athens. And uh, they both love doing things outdoors, love all things Georgia and love each other. And without further ado, I'd like to introduce to you Chris and Ashley Reed. Thanks so much, guys, for joining us. Yeah, yeah thank excited. you for having us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you guys are both on staff at Chi Alpha, which is, uh, well, first of all, tell me about, I mean, people hear Chi Alpha, obviously, they, they think of fraternities and sororities on major college campuses. There's like 35,000 students there at UGA. So Chi Alpha, um, it has those, those Greek kind of, kind of that, that, that thought, Chi Alpha, but what do you guys do? So uh, a lot of people do confuse us with like a Greek, like fraternity or sorority, because it sounds Greek and it actually is. It actually means Christ ambassadors from 2 Corinthians 520. So that's like where we get our name from, but we're like a national organization. Um, there's Chi Alpha Ministries on um, hundreds of campuses uh, all over the nation um, and all over the world. Um, but we have lots of different uh, small groups throughout the week. We focus on like one-on-one -on -one discipleship. And um, we focus on community and reconciling students to Christ um, in their college years because college is a very vulnerable time because um, a lot of people like grow up, um, you know, kind of, you know, being um, in their family where they're like, I don't know what I believe now when they get to college because they're independent. And we're kind of there to just help them um, answer some questions and um, just kind of find their faith uh, when they're you know, in their independent years for the first time. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now, Chris, how long have you guys been on staff together there at Chi Alpha at, at University of Georgia? Uh, Ashley's been on staff uh, going on about three years now. Um, and uh, I jumped on staff about a year after she did. Um, I kind of, uh, I came up to Athens looking for a police job and uh, God just kind of changed my calling and uh, changed my direction and uh, really uh, gave me opportunities and doors to uh, just open up and and jump full time on staff, and uh, man, I haven't I haven't looked back since. Like I, I love it. It's it's one of my favorite things. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we're going to talk over the next you know forty minutes or longer about um, you know you guys doing ministry on a major college campus um, and your marriage and working together, how that works. 
um, laughter. I know you guys both love to laugh. And I know Chris, you're, you know, you're, uh, you're, you're a, a comedian in your own right. I know. And, <laughs> and, uh, and you guys raising money yourself as missionaries. Cause you're, you're like, you, if you think of missionaries, you think of like going to places like Haiti or Mexico, or, but you guys are missionaries here in Athens, Georgia. So uh, we're going to talk about that, but I wanted to talk first about something kind of taking us back in time a little bit, something that made you guys kind of like put you in the national and international headlines. And this is, I think, I mean, maybe a, a year or two before we met, um, maybe at Solid Rock or around that time. Um, I remember, I, uh, Ashley, I think, you know, you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but um, you guys had taken a selfie, um, you know, Ashley with your dad and your boyfriend at the time, Christopher, mm -hmm. and uh, you had caught the bouquet at your cousin's wedding, posted it on Facebook, and it had a lot of people talking, but it was, you know, kind of Chris being Chris, kind of giving that goofy kind of like, woo, you know, kind of, um, I don't know how to describe it. Maybe you guys can describe it better. Tell me about the picture and kind of the reaction that kind of uh, like was a firestorm after that. Yeah. So um, we were at uh, Ashley's cousin's wedding and she got the bouquet. We thought it would be really funny. Let's post a picture of, you know, us kind of like just being ourselves. Her dad giving me the stink eye in the background, me making a face like, oh, no, like, here it comes, you know. And at this um, point, we were dating for two years, and I knew I wanted to marry him. Like, I was, like, you know, trying to drop hints, so. <laughs> and uh, so the next thing we knew, we, we posted it online, and uh, a friend of ours said, uh, hey, I hope you don't mind, but I posted it on Reddit. And I was like, yeah, sure, why not, you know. Uh, we woke up the next morning, it had um, – I want to say like 1.4 million views and like 4,000, 5,000 comments. Like it had just blown up overnight and all we were getting were text messages that were like, Hey, front page, front page, front page. Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Um, I, I woke up to a bunch of messages too. And a lot of them were asking me like, Hey, are you okay? I was like, why are you asking me if I'm okay? And they asked me like, have I looked at the comments? And I was like, no. And then I went and looked at the comments and all of them were actually really like mean. And they were talking about how like me and Chris should not be together um, because of like his weight and like all this stuff, just really like rude, terrible comments. And I was like, okay, I'm getting like so many people messaging us that like, I'm just going to make a Facebook status and I'm going to tell everybody like why I love Chris, that we're okay. And we're going to block out the haters all of that. And then that also went viral <laughs> and that status did. And uh, we had like news reporters reaching out to us. We're on CNN. We're on um, like the headline news. Um, Good Morning America came to our living room and interviewed us. It was crazy. Um, and we got to forgive all of the haters and, you know, tell them that Jesus loved them and all of that. So that was kind of cool. We were like, you know, our two months of fame there. So that was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to put, and we're, I'm, I'm hoping to, for this raw video as part of the podcast, to put it on WTVM.com and we can flash up the picture to show people what the, what the picture was. Again, this was, uh, I think about what, seven years ago, uh, 2016. Is that right? Yeah. 2000, yeah. 2015, 2016. Yeah. Somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. So, so um, you guys at that time, I think we're like 21 years old. So young in love, been dating for two years, you know, marriage was, was, you know, kind of down the road. So what did that do for you guys, for your relationship, for your faith? I mean, was that, was that just like, man, you know, people are just mean and, and the world is the world it's flesh, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, we, uh, in a lot of those stories that, uh, you know, good morning America, a lot of the, the German, uh, company that came, a, a lot of those stories, we had a very, very big emphasis on like, hey, we're Christians and we believe that God uh, has called us to forgive people that, you know, speak against us or, or, or hate on us for whatever reason. Um, and uh, we really tried to push that forward. And we even put off interviews, um, like exclusive interviews and stuff, because we wanted to be, able to be able to get that story out there that, you know, Jesus loves you. We forgive you and we're praying for you. Um, and, you know, I think for us uh, as a couple, I think it really like built us, um, built us up because we both had to stand together in that, you know, we were um, both really cognizant of the fact that like, hey, this was like an opportunity that God gave us to share our faith. And uh, it really, I think, brought us together in that um, and really gave us an opportunity to kind of work together to do that. 
Um, so that, that, that was kind of one of our, our first glimpses at, at working together to, to figure out what it was like to share our faith and stuff. So I also will say like a lot of the headlines were saying like mismatched couple and all this kind of stuff. And I was just thinking about it. Like, I don't feel like we're mismatched. Like we have the same sense of humor, like we're best friends. Like, I don't like, you know, I don't understand like why they're like saying that we're a mismatched couple, but it made me like fall in love with Chris even more, like just having to get through that, even though like, you know, the world says one thing, but like, you know, it doesn't matter. Like, like all those things that like the world says, like, it doesn't really matter. Like whoever you fall in love with is who you fall in love with. So. Yeah. yeah. And, and part of your Facebook response, I'll read some of that. He says, um, I've won the jackpot with Christopher. He may not have rock hard abs, like the world tells girls to want in a guy, but really, why does that even matter when you're trying to really find someone you want to spend the rest of your life with? You say, um, I love him for who he is and he loves me for who I am. He's my best friend. We're happy together because I mean, they're talking about things that like, I mean, they were talking about, you know, Chris's weight. And, and I think some of the hateful comments were like, does he have Down syndrome and, and things like that? So, so I mean, I was making a guys, crazy case, but <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, so I mean, was it, did it really kind of, I mean, you're, you guys are young. So did it really kind of hurt? Like, did it cut deep? Like, man, that's, you know, uh, that, you know, it's, you, you, you think they're, well, it's not even worth it, but it's still, you know, people are talking about it like that. Yeah. I, um, I make this joke all the time because, yeah, one of the first things that BJ does, uh, he used to do for a long time, was everybody that we met, uh, BJ, our, our director here at UGA, uh, he used to introduce us to people and go, hey, they're famous, and then just walk away. So we'd have to explain the story. Um, <laughs> and so uh, one of my, like, one of the ideals behind, I think, why I actually posted that in the first place was, you know, when that happened and we saw all the comments and that kind of stuff, I started reading through them. And uh, this is that, that aspect of Chris being the funny guy. Uh, I, um, I started reading through them. Ashley was like, are you okay? Like, you know, these are really hurtful. I said, Ashley, I've been a fat kid my whole life. Like for me, I, these are actually some pretty funny jokes. And I mean, they're hurtful, you know, like if I took offense to it, um, but like there was some creativity in there. So, hey, look, more power to you. Keep making jokes, but I'm going to forgive you for it anyway, kind of thing. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was some of it was just kind of funny to me. And, um, you know, some of them, some of them were hurtful and just rude. And I think that is just the nature of the world that we live in, you know, and I think um, not much of that's going to change, but we can, uh, we can facilitate that change by, you know, loving like Jesus does and, and forgiving even when they don't deserve it, you know? Yeah. And actually, even to this day, I mean, obviously, like Chris was saying, you guys are still talking about it for better or for worse, but it's kind of like follows you guys, but it, but it gives you a platform to kind of talk about what you're passionate about. And you're obviously passionate about God and about each other too. You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know if you can find it. There's a, that HLN video clip. Uh, they actually scanned over to me while uh, they were reading out the, uh, that blog post or that post. Uh, and I am sitting over on the side and they said rock hard abs, and I'm like shaking my stomach. He was shaking so, his belly. That's, that's on live TV, so it's out there forever. I didn't even know he did that until I like went back and watched it. I was like, Christopher Glenry. <laughs> you, you know the, the full name there. So, okay. do, you, do you still have any uh, maybe college eligibility left? I mean, UGA might be, you know. I mean, uh, O lineman, defensive lineman, something like that. I mean, that. look, if I could, if I could walk on tomorrow, I absolutely would. You know, <laughs> like, man, I have thought about it so many different times. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, kind of turning the page a little bit. You know, um, I want to talk about you know what you guys do with Chi Alpha, uh, which I know there's several Christian ministries on a campus like UGA, and you guys are one of those. Um, tell me about. Uh, what's it like, um, you know, being there? I mean, man, the, the freshman class alone is a record 6,200 students. And you're talking about 30 to 40,000 students on campus. I mean, that's a, it's a city, essentially. So what's it like for you guys? Why are you so, uh, feel so called to do what you're doing? Yeah, um, I'll start. Uh, I know, so this year you said record 62. They actually uh, have bumped up the overall number to about 45,000 this year. Wow. Uh, last year it was, I think, 40, 41. Um, so, I mean, we're adding so many new students this year um, with a new dorm being built, all that kind of stuff too. Um, and I think 
you know, for me, one of the biggest things is like, this is a huge campus. And, you know, you mentioned there's a ton of different Christian organizations, that kind of stuff. I think there's 17, uh, close to 17 on campus. Um, I know there's 37 faith-based ministries overall. Um, and uh, one of the craziest parts about that is, you know, as a whole, as a Christian conglomerate on campus, we're touching less than 1% of the campus. Um and, and just all of our ministries combined. And, you know, the, the culture here is so different. Um, and, you know, when we both felt like we were called here, um, it was a step out. It was a step in faith. And it was a step to trust that, you know, we both had um, ministry abilities. We both had talents and gifts and things that um, we were uh, called here for specifically. And, you know, even just this semester in these first couple of weeks, I know I've seen it um, on so many different levels of being able to connect with students and, and just have conversations and, and stories of, of, Hey, I know where you are in your life and your faith and that kind of stuff. And um, that's what I'm here for. I want to be here to connect you back to God in every way I can. Yeah. For me, um, I would say like, as when I was a college student, um, I remember being so like scared to death, just coming to college in general, because I had no idea what to expect. And I remember like just seeing things about college, like on the like TV and movies and everything. And it was like all about drinking and partying and all these things. And I was just getting like really solid in my faith right before I came to college. And I was like, am I supposed to be isolated and not have community or am I supposed to like do what I'm not supposed to do? And you know, like have community. And I thought I would have to choose. And I remember I came to college and someone was like, Hey, do you want to join our campus ministry? And I was like, wait, there's a ministry on campus. And it was just like the perfect, like mix of like being able to have friends and still be able to stay close to the Lord. And not only that, but like, it just changed my life in so many ways where like, I was able to like share my faith and be more outward focused. And it just like changed my life in so many ways. Like I didn't realize that I even had the potential to like lead a small group and I became a student leader. And like, um, I wouldn't have like ever had that if someone, someone did not do that for me when I was a student. And I just feel so like called to be able to do that for like students today. And specifically at UGA, because when I was doing my internship, uh, for Kyle for back in 2017, um, the Lord specifically said UGA and he hasn't been that specific in my entire life. And I was like, okay, here we go. So, um, we're, I was on a solo retreat and that's like, basically you like turn off your phone and you just like have time to like spend with the Lord. And I was like, God, what's next after this internship? And he specifically put UGA on my heart. So we followed the Lord and it was hard getting here, but we, we made it and <laughs> here we are. So yeah, that's kind yeah. of our story. So, and you hear, you know, I, I've heard some of the statistics about like during high school and during college. Um, you know, there's a, there's a high percentage of young men and women who just turn away from the faith, turn away from God, and maybe they'll turn back later in life, but they make that choice because of what you were just talking about that, you know, kind of wanting to be with the popular crowd or party or, you know, not be restricted, not be told what to do. Listen, you kind of like, you know, you kind of have this, you know, you want to have this freedom of, you know, Hey, I don't want to, you know, follow these rules of do's and don'ts that people think of when they think of Christianity sometimes. So how do you guys as a ministry, as a couple, as Chi Alpha, how do you try to entice people, you know, to make it cool to, you know, be a part of a ministry like this? Yeah. Well, we have fun. Like you can still like do lots of really fun things. Like just this week, we had like a photo scavenger hunt around campus. And usually when we do the photo scavenger hunt, we all jump in the fountain and like all that kind of stuff and still do like the UGA traditions and all of that. Um, and you don't have to be drunk while you do it. You know what I mean? Like you can still have fun and like not, not do things like, you know, not have to like drink and party and all that to, to still have fun and still have like UGA like traditions and all of that. So um, yeah, we, uh, they actually turned the fountain off this year though. So we didn't get to do that this year, but yeah, um, I, I heard, I heard the, I heard the police showed up. So but they did the day before our scavenger <laughs> hunt. Yeah. Um, and then this week we also did like a trivia night and um, we just like try to, we try to like have lots of fun, create community and 
Um, this year we have, like I said, like six different small groups and, um, in those small groups, we just encourage everybody to just like have fun, do things together. If like your small group loves to go on hikes or, you know, go like on a day trip to six flags or, you know, just random things like, Hey, go like, go do life and have fun, like with your small group and, um, and connect and, and all of that. So, um, yeah, just creating memories because college is like the perfect time to just create memories and figure out who you are and figure out what you believe in and, um, just have a like safe place to do that and figure that out. So. And, and Chris, Chris, is it different like for like male students, young men on college campus versus the, the female students? I mean, is it a different approach or do you have fewer particip- less participation perhaps? Yeah, I would say um, I would say it's slightly different, but it's around the same. Uh, I say one of the coolest things we do in Chi Alpha in general, actually mentioned it a couple of times, um, is that aspect of discipleship. So for us, you know, uh, one of our questions that we did at tabling the other day was, um, you know, why did Jesus have a small group? Uh, and, you know, we got a lot of different answers on that. But the reality behind it was, um, you know, there were 12 people around him that he could confide in, that he could talk to, that he could build life with. And, you know, the aspect of uh, the early church, Acts 2, 42 through 47, it says they did life together. They ate together. Everybody, you know, helped each other out. They built church. They built the idea behind what that the early church was. And, you know, we really do. We focus on that aspect of building relationships and, and really diving deep into, you know, some of those things and aspects of our lives that, sometimes we're a little bit tougher to talk to about with our parents or with our, you know, our roommate, because, you know, we live with them. We don't want to talk to them all the time about stuff. Um, you know, just little stuff like that. We give them opportunities to talk to somebody that's been through life in so many different ways. Um, on, on, uh, on a college campus, you know, uh, not necessarily UGA because we went to CSU, but, um, you know, BJ went to UGA, Colin went to UGA is another one of our staff members, but, um, you know, we have we have those connections and those uh, those understandings of how hard it was to keep your faith uh, going through college and to uh, try to steer away from going to parties and, and going to drink and and do stupid stuff just because that's what everybody else was doing. Um, and, you know, like Ashley said, we we love to have fun just in a different way. Um, we um, we really do encourage, hey, if you're. You know, if you're a small group, if the people around you love playing video games, go out and play video games all you want to like go build life, go do life. Um, And that's that's a big thing for us is just doing life together and and living like the early church, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you guys are staff members, you know, late 20s. So, I mean, you're still at the place where you can relate to, you know, kids that are, you know, uh, nine, 10 years younger than you. But does it come down to like really like you guys are staff, you're getting paid or, or as missionaries raising money. But um, is it really do, do you see other the students that are a part of your ministry or just students on UJ? Do you see them reaching out to and kind of witnessing to other students? Is there a, obviously there seems to be pro, plenty of opportunities for that there or is that something that's uncomfortable for students to do? Well, the cool thing is, uh, because of like our discipleship, like relationships, we really encourage them to, um, I mean, when you grow closer to Jesus, you want to share Jesus with others. So, um, to get out of your comfort zone and, um, just this past year, we focused a lot on creating like leaders and we really want like our ministry to be more student run than staff run, because like, you know, when, um, students are leaders in the ministry, Uh, there's not that like gap of like, oh, I'm an adult. And then like, this is like a college student, you know? So like, it's like, oh, hey, if if this person can do it and they're a student, you can too. And um, that's like the really cool thing about like discipleship and um, being able to see like the students actually step out and share their faith and kind of like what happened to me when I was, you know, a a small group leader when I was in college, I was like, wait, I can do this, you know? And uh, someone just has to like reach out and say like, Hey, you have potential to do this too. Why don't you like be a leader next year, you know, and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And we, and we talked about it off the mic a little bit. I, I mean, I've got my red and black on today, by the way, you know, go dogs. <laughs> go go dogs. <laughs> I, I mean, I've been a, I've been an Auburn fan for like 20 years or so, but I, I have kind of changed allegiances now. My, my son and my money go to, to UGA. So now having, you know, obviously football is huge, there and just SEC in general, you know, where we're, where you guys are from and everything. 
um, is humongous. And the fact that, you know, you're now the reigning national champs, does that football and that draw to UGA, does that, I mean, help kind of um, give, um, give Chi Alpha and other Christian, like a platform? Like, obviously, you know, you're not, your focus is not football, but hey, you know, if you kind of have a common theme with somebody about that, right? Yeah, I think one of the coolest aspects, um, just from an outsider perspective, um, we get so many different interactions just being on campus. Uh, one of the one of the parts about sharing your faith and, and having people come out with you, we do tabling every uh, at least two to three times a week right now. Now, um, tell me what now tell me what tabling is. So tabling is uh, we set up a table uh, right outside of the main student center. Uh, and we ask a question, uh, just a random question of the day. So it could be anything from, uh, you know, uh, Zaxby's versus Chick-fil-A uh, or, you know, why did Jesus have a small group? Uh, or uh, sometimes we just kind of go back and forth between like uh, just kind of fun questions and spiritual questions. And uh, it really pulls a, a good draw in. Um and one of those aspects is really cool. Uh, we get to interact with everybody, not just the students who are, you know, kind of walking here and there from class or whatever. You know, we we bumped into a football player yesterday and, and we were talking to him. And, man, I, I have never felt more uh, more short in my life because I was looking up at this guy and I was like, do you want to come to a small group? Uh, <laughs> well, I feel very small right now. <laughs> yeah. You know, and he was, he was talking to me and it was weird because he was like six foot seven and called me, sir. And I was like, uh, okay. All right. You know? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's cool that we get the opportunity to uh, meet everybody um, and not just students and not just grad students, but we get to interact with the faculty, the staff, the uh, the university police, we had him stop. We had one of the officers stop by and answer our questions. So, I mean, we have uh, so much opportunity just to be out there. And, uh, you know, we did a we did an outreach uh, last week. We handed out 600 coffee mugs, uh, 16 gallons of iced coffee uh, just for free here on campus and just said, hey, come get some coffee from us. So now people just know our name because they know, hey, they gave us free coffee. So, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, we're, we're getting a lot of, of just little random exposure here and there. And, um, you know, one of the one of the cool aspects is we're from all different parts of, of Georgia and around the state. So uh, BJ's from Perry, Warner Robins. Ashley's from Carrollton, uh, West Georgia area. Colin's from Griffin. I'm from Columbus. So, you know, we know so many different people. So like that exposure of just being able to say, hey, you have college students, either, uh, you know, family members, uh, people from your church, anything like that. Hey, send them up to us. Let's get them connected. We'd love for them to, to be able to have that community and that opportunity here on campus. And obviously, you guys, you have a lot of fun and you talk about Jesus. It's kind of all about positive things and you're doing stuff for, you know, giving stuff away. But is there, you know, like you said, there's maybe 95% or more people out there that you're not able to kind of really touch. Um, you know, yet. Um, and so is there, is there any negative pushback? If you've got that many people on a campus, I mean, are people like upset with you because you're talking about Jesus and cause that can be, you know, even talks in the Bible about how you will be, you know, um, you, you will be shunned in some ways and, and, and it'll be hard for you. So have y'all experienced that on the, on the college campus or has it been mostly a positive experience? Uh, I would say like, there's definitely some pushback. Um, especially when we have like a, um, if we're tabling and we do like a spiritual question, we had a spiritual question yesterday. <laughs> this is actually kind of funny, but there was a girl that came up to us and uh, I was like, Hey, do you want to answer a question of the day? And she was like, sure. She stood in front of the whiteboard and I read it out to her. I was like, why did Jesus have a small group? And then she heard the word Jesus and she was like, I'm not Christian. And then she just screamed and ran away. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I'm not going to like do anything to you. Like, I don't know what kind of interaction with Christians you've had, but yeah. Anyways, that was uh, kind of funny because I've never had someone scream and run away from me, but Hey, there's a uh, opportunity for new things all the time. So we also love to do like two by two evangelism with spiritual surveys. And we kind of go out and try to figure out like, you know, um, if you're a Christian, if you believe in God and, 
um, kind of where you're at, like what your spiritual background is. And we have some pretty cool like conversations with people and we get, you know, no's all the time where we're like, Hey, do you have like two minutes for a spiritual survey? And they're like, no, I'm not a Christian. I don't want to talk to you, you know, stuff like that. But you know, that's kind of to be expected. And I am inspired by my dog Cheerio because <laughs> she does not understand rejection at all. Like if I'm like, Hey, get off me. And I like push her off. She just like comes back to me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be more like my dog and just like be ignorant to rejection and keep going. So <laughs> <laughs> <my inspiration. laughs> I want to be more like a dog too. I just sit around and you go outside, you eat, you sleep, you know, I mean, that's, that's a great life. Right? You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> Um, and obviously you guys work together and how, so how long have y'all been married now? Almost six years in January. It'll be six years. Great. So, 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 uh, what's, what's life like? I mean, you've, so you've worked together in this ministry at this campus for the, I think the last two years. So what's that like in terms of marriage and kind of balancing that, like working together, but, you know, make sure we have some time away from work still together, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I would, so there's two, there's two things. So for me, um, one of the craziest parts is like, you know, when you don't work with your spouse, you don't have to bring work home. But for us, we bring work home because work is like our home. You know, we have (laughs) students here all the time. We have, uh, just, we're, we're always running through ministry stuff and ideas and bouncing stuff off each other and, um, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And, and, uh, it's been, it's really, it's challenging finding those like times and moments where we can just disconnect and not hang out with anybody, but just us, you know, and, and really like, um, like spend some quality time together and really like go on a date night or, you know, it's tough sometimes too, even in Athens, because we're like, okay, Hey students, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah. They find them everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that's, that's a fun aspect, but, um, you know, working with your spouse, especially in like a ministry capacity, it has so many different like little tiny, like nuanced difficulties that you wouldn't uh, even think about. Yeah. Like we're still experiencing like new things where like uh, just, okay, two weeks ago we had to speak at a church for fundraising and uh, they asked us if we could like preach together, like preach a sermon together. And I was like, whoa, me and Chris have never preached a sermon together. This will be fun. And then we sat down with the computer and our like writing styles are so different and they were clashing so badly. <laughs> and I was like, this is not going well. And um, so anyways, it actually ended up like going really well once we got it like figured out. But like just trying to figure out those little things that like we never have done together before um, is like hard to figure out. So we're still trying to get like the groove of things. Um, and I don't know, like when we'll just like be smooth sailing, but I mean, it's kind of fun working together because like, it's like we're our, each other's like biggest cheerleaders. Um, so that's pretty cool too. And like, we can really understand what we like truly go through like every day. Um, Cause I mean, discipleship can be really like emotionally hard sometimes. And it's kind of cool, like to be able to like talk to each other about it and, you know, just be like, I had a really like hard conversation today. Can I talk to you about it? You know? And like, we really understand like what that means. And like, that's really cool to like, you know, have each other um, through that. So, yeah. Yeah. And you guys met during Chi Alpha at Columbus State University. So, I mean, now, you know, you guys have been married six years um, and, you know, you're working with a lot of 18 to 20, 21 year olds that are maybe looking for Mr. Right, Mrs. Right. Maybe, um, maybe they're looking real hard. Maybe they're not. But did you guys feel like, you know, it's part of your calling and part of your ministry to kind of show people what true love is that, hey, listen, this is. This is what a husband and wife, this is what it's like. This is what it's really like to, to love Jesus and love each other and kind of model that for people that are in the position you guys were in, you know, six years ago. Yeah, I think it's been, uh, I think it's been a really cool, uh, that, that has been a really cool aspect with most of our um, students that are looking for Mr. Wright or Miss, Mrs. Wright, you know, um, that uh, relationship aspect, because we, we're able to talk with students and say, Hey, look, we know what it's like going through college and saying like, uh, I don't know if this is the person I'm supposed to be with. I don't know if this is, you know, the right thing I'm supposed to be doing right now. Um, but we're able to give advice, uh, on so many different capacities of that and be able to, you know, just encourage students and say, Hey, look, like 
you know, this is what relationship looks like. This is what, um, you know, godly spiritual relationship uh, between a man and a woman looks like. And like, we're able to uh, just encourage people in that. And um, I think it's, it's really cool. Um, I think on a lot of different aspects um, because in college, that's where you, you know, you look and you find your sweetheart or, you know, stuff like that's where most people find it. And um, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, dating is difficult in general. Like there's no handbook of like saying like, this is how you do it, you know? So like, it's kind of hard, especially when like, I mean, a lot of the girls I meet with are like, I just really want like a boyfriend, but there's no perfect guy out there. And, you know, like I have those kind of conversations all the time. And I always have to like challenge the girls that I meet with. Like, are you trying to find like a boyfriend because you're lonely or like, is Jesus enough for you now? Like, are you like whole, you know? Um, and not trying to find that in somebody else, um, which like, that's been like a big thing. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say like, um, like finding like a healthy relationship, um, like with somebody, um, is definitely something that a lot of college students go through. So, yeah. And, uh, you guys, we were talking about, um, laughter earlier, how obviously you guys, you know, laughter is, they say is the best medicine. And people are always looking for like a spouse with a good sense of humor. That seems to be a quality. So for you guys, is that, I mean, and obviously you kind of, even that situation six or seven years ago with the picture, you kind of almost kind of laughed it off and, um, and kind of, you know, uh, and, and like Chris, you even saw it as like, you were, it was like funny to you, even though it was like cutting deep, you know? So how important is that to have somebody to share those laughs with? Yeah, I would say, say um i would say that's a huge component like of who we are as people so um you know the more you laugh the more you you build like a bond and you know just jokes and and dumb stuff and being able to just laugh at each other and laugh at life you know because life is hard sometimes and you know that that for better or worse thing is is a is a legitimate uh component of it and sometimes we have had to sit back and just laugh at, at life and how it's <laughs> yeah. going sometimes. And, and we're okay with that. Um, you know, and I think, uh, I think one of the cool aspects is, um, you know, I, Jason, you could probably, uh, relate with this. The older I get, the more I realize that I repeat like the same jokes and just make dad jokes. You know, all the time. Uh, and so Somebody think, says, uh, I've heard that story like four yeah. times, Chris. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. All the time. Uh, and so it is, it's nice having, Ashley to be like, Hey, don't tell that story again. It's not, <laughs> it's not as funny as you think it is. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, I think laughter is a huge component of like building relationship and, and life. You know? so. Yeah. And so Ashley, for you, I mean, is that, you know, is that something that drew you to Chris uh, and, and, or, or just his, uh, his rock hard abs along with that? <laughs> it was definitely the rock hard abs. That's why I married him. <laughs> no, uh, the first time we ever hung out, um, I remember he like drove us to a football game, me and like a couple friends, and he was just like playing Justin Bieber and being like really goofy. And I remember like, he just had me laughing the whole time. And uh, we became like really good friends. And I remember like every time I was around him, like I was always like laughing and he always had me like, you know, laughing all the time. So that was like his confidence and like uh, the way that like he just made everything funny, like really like made me just love being around him. Um, and I always felt like really comfortable in myself around him too, which I love that about, about him too. So, yeah. And I'm sure, you know, if you have like a Chi Alpha event, whether it be trivia night or small groups or whatever, being able to kind of like, you know, I mean, obviously you talk about serious stuff sometimes, obviously you're, and you're kind of digging into scripture and talking about kind of deep things and things we're facing. And, um, but also you want to, like you said, have fun. And so when you have that group and you kind of are sharing in some laughter, that's kind of a, uh, a really a, a kind of a bonding thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's we, kind of an icebreaker too. <laughs> so like people feel more comfortable with like sharing things and everything if you can laugh together as well. So like, that's like just as important. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, the commitment level on our end is a hundred percent. We had a, uh, we had a, a mixer where we did like Top Gun themed uh, on Monday night. And uh, about two weeks ago, I had a, I had a full beard. Like since on Monday, I had a full beard. Uh, all the way around, I shaved everything except for my mustache and wore aviators 
and like went full Top Gun uh, for it. So, I mean, like, you know, we're always willing to, to, to play the game and uh, just get some laughs, uh, even if it's just to draw a crowd, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is commitment. So did anybody mistake you for Tom Cruise? I mean, were, they, were you, I mean, was it like, was it like, or you were, uh, you know, kind of, you know, I don't know. It definitely wasn't Tom Cruise, but I had uh, a large grouping of people that didn't realize who I was uh, that walked in the room and went, who is that guy? Uh, so, yeah, I think someone was staring at you like, who is that? And they're like, is that Chris? <laughs> was that, was that your, uh, was that your pandemic beard? I mean, had you grown that for a while or? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, uh, I cut it back in, uh, I think March of, uh, this past year. Uh, you know, I got to keep it groomed a little bit, uh, for events and stuff, uh, that we go to, but yeah, I mean, I had, I had grown it out since March and, uh, I had uh, I, full commitment, just was like, all right, well, if we're doing Top Gun, I'm going to shave it and let's, let's just go for it. So, yeah, I mean, it was, it was long. It was, it was about down to here. It was so. about time. Let yeah. me say. <laughs> <laughs> the wife agrees. Yeah. Um, a, couple, a couple more things. Um, and Ashley, I'll ask you about this because I know you've been with Kai Alpha for their UGA two or three years. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of this time has been during the COVID pandemic. And so there's been restrictions on gathering, which is what you guys are all about and masking and, and kind of distance and stuff. So, um, have, has that changed a lot? Is that, are we back to like, okay, we're more like we were pre pandemic now and we can kind of be close to each other. Yeah. It's weird because we moved here. I, I moved here, uh, two weeks before the pandemic started. So I really only got exposure of like what campus was truly like for two weeks. And I remember like spring break hit and then like, we didn't come back. And then we were like, well, I guess we'll just be on Zoom. So the first semester I was here, we we're on Zoom the whole time. And we did like small group on Zoom. I tried to do one-on-one -on -one discipleship with girls. I'd only met like one or two times on Zoom. It was so, such a weird time. Um, but that like, as the years have like progressed, I feel like this year is like the most normal year that we've had so far. Um, there's still people like on campus wearing masks, but there's no like mask mandate anymore in Athens and at UGA. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're still trying to stay safe and, you know, uh, wash our hands and, you know, all, like the hand sanitizers everywhere and everything. But yeah, for the most part, it feels like it's back to normal. So that's good. That's good. And one last thing, you know, you guys are missionaries. We talked about how you know, you don't have to go to a foreign land or a third world country to be a missionary. You can do that, you know, anywhere, whether it be, you know, New Orleans, Atlanta, Athens, um, and you guys are missionaries there on campus and you raise your own funds. So what's that like? I mean, is that, because uh, you guys obviously both are doing that and as together. Um, so is that a scary proposition because you're relying on like the, the gifts of, you know, other people to live, right? We are. Um, it definitely is scary. It's probably to be completely vulnerable and honest with you. It's um, probably the hardest part of the job. <laughs> um, and like through the summers, we usually try like, I mean, throughout the year, we usually uh, lose one or two um, like big supporters. And then we have to build it back up during like the breaks and go speak places and meet with friends and everything to see who would want to join our support team. And there's definitely been times like in our life where we're like, I don't know how we're going to make it, you know, and it's just like, what the heck is going on? Like recently we like lost a huge supporter and like somehow God provides like every single time. And like, he has proven himself faithful over and over again, like throughout the past couple of years, whether it be like a check in the mail or whether it be like, you know, Chris was able to mow the lawn for uh, the church this summer and have like a little side hustle until we like, were, um, you know, back back fully funded and stuff like that. So we've always been okay, but it's definitely a hard part of being a missionary, but um, yeah, that's a, that's kind of. Yeah, I would, you know, I working for the police department, I had a, you know, a check that came in every two weeks. Like I knew what I was getting. I knew my hours, like I knew I was working all that kind of stuff. And um, you know, one of the hardest parts I think for me about stepping onto staff was, um, stepping out and saying, okay, God, I'm going to let go of my security. I'm going to let go of, you know, my, my, uh, financial, just like understanding and say, Hey, I'm going to trust you completely with all of it. And, uh, you know, that's a, it's a big risk and it's a big step, but, um, 
you know, I think that's, that's part of the, the missionary walk is, Hey, I'm trusting God enough to provide, not just financially, but provide opportunities for us to just be on campus. And, um, you know, he's, he's using us in so many different ways and, uh, it really has, it's been a, it's been a huge blessing just to, to watch God be faithful in all of that. So. Yeah. I just want to shout out too to all my supporters. Like they are the best supporters in the world. So <laughs> just want to give them a shout out. So now if people, if people do want to give, are they, are they given to you guys as the missionaries or are they given to Chi Alpha? Tell me about how you get people to, to give and, and where they need to go. So we go through a, uh, a, a, a company that takes it in, uh, puts it all together, pulls out uh, fees, that kind of stuff, our tithe. Um, and then they disperse it into us uh, on a monthly budget basis. Um, but we can provide the link and all that kind of stuff um, for anybody. We're actually in the middle of a transition. Uh, we we now go through um, somewhere called GSI, but we're switching to um, the AG uh, missions giving um, within the next couple months. So we're in the middle of like a transition with our link, but We'll still send the link we have now, and we can always provide the new one whenever we uh, fully tr- uh, transition over. So yeah, we'll definitely put the the link in the show notes, and uh, so we can hopefully people hear this and see this, and they can go and support you guys if they feel led to do that. And so uh, we appreciate all you guys are doing at UGA's campus for all the many students. I mean, you guys are are a light, um, and uh, where you know a lot of people are going through this huge transition as kind of, you know, from 18 to 22 years old. So I uh, just wanted to just kind of thank you guys and, uh, you know, and, and uh, for sharing your story and being open and honest. And, and uh, hopefully it'll be a blessing to other people as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for having us. And, um, man, if we can, we can be praying for anything, uh, we'll absolutely be praying for uh, your podcast that it would reach, you know, as many people uh, that need to hear it as possible. Uh, you know, we ask that you guys would just keep praying for us here on campus and uh, absolutely be praying for another national championship. Let's go, dogs. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and also, one last thing, I do close the um, the podcast usually in prayer. So if you guys want to, I know you guys are preached together, so I don't know if y'all want to like tag team prayer us out or however you want to do it. Yeah, yeah we could do that. Yeah, that's, great. that's fine. Y'all go for <laughs> it. Awesome. You want to go first? God, thank you so much for uh, today. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be able to share our story, uh, share our hearts, and and share your vision for this campus and uh, for this campus ministry uh, here on the podcast today. God, uh, we just ask that you would um, allow anybody who's supposed to hear it uh, to hear it, God, and and let our words uh, penetrate hearts um, and minds that um, that need it today. Uh, God, we just, uh, we ask that you would continue to uh, bless this podcast, bless Chi Alpha at UGA, um, God, and continue to uh, use us as you will uh, in any facet uh, that you've called us to. God, I just want to thank you so much for um, just being such a refreshing light in our lives. God, I just want to thank you so much for giving us this opportunity to um, share our stories And Lord, I just want to pray for everyone that's listening right now, God, that um, you would just bless them and bless their families and um, God just provide for them. And um, God, I just want to pray that we would just continue to to live lives that glorify you. And Lord, I thank you so much for all you're doing uh, through Jason's uh, podcast. And um, Lord, we love you so much and thank you for all that you're doing. And we pray all these things in your name. Amen. Amen. All right. We'll keep running the race. Uh, Thank you guys so much and uh, uh, have fun on campus and uh, enjoy your weekend. Appreciate it. Thank you. You too. Thank you. And like I briefly mentioned to uh, Chris and Ashley, uh, with my son now going to the University of Georgia as a freshman, uh, you know, I've been an Auburn Tigers fan for the last, uh, I guess, since 1999 when we first moved here, for, so for about 23 years. Still going to be rooting for uh, Auburn, but I am now a UGA fan. Go dogs! 
my son and my money go there now. And uh, so we'll see. Maybe they can repeat as national champions. But uh, Alabama definitely, uh, as you might expect, will give them a big run for their money. And uh, they got to get through a, a big uh, top 10 matchup against Oregon uh, this Saturday afternoon. So uh, college football is here. Uh, great opportunity to uh, hang out with friends and uh, and have a good time and um, celebrate uh, an America pastime. Uh, you know, Chi Alpha, which Chris and Ashley have been part of for the last several years, really before that even, where they met uh, here in the Columbus, Georgia area. They uh, they are described as loving food, fellowship, and friends, and probably a little football as well. Uh, they uh, that a group on the UGA campus had their first worship service of the school year last night. Along with doing those, they do weekly small groups and prayer meetings and social events as well. Uh, they are uh, considered a mission arm of the Assemblies of God to the secular college campus. Now, if you don't know what Assemblies of God is, that's uh, Pentecostal, um, and uh, which is uh, what I've been a part of that church uh, since I met my wife uh, 25 years ago. And uh, so they believe in community, mission, and devotion. And to break that down a little bit, community, they say, is living life together, and that creates personal and spiritual growth. We're all looking for that, right? Uh, their mission uh, means to pursue Christ, means setting aside personal ambitions to reach campus and to reach others. And lastly, devotion, spending time with Christ, transforms us into His image. So uh, a great mission there overall uh, that Chi Alpha has. And uh, again, they're one of uh, more than a dozen uh, Christian campus uh, ministries on UGA's campus. And I definitely, you know, I, I tell people, get involved with the church, get involved anywhere. I'm not telling you have to belong to my church or my ministry, but get involved somewhere and, uh, and get plugged in and serve others, not just uh, serving yourself. Uh, but I really appreciate Chris and Ashley coming on. Again, I met them uh, probably uh, five or 10 years ago and uh, a great couple uh, very spirited and, uh, you know, going viral about seven years ago, uh, put them on the map, but it gives them a good talking point, good icebreaker now. And again, I uh, hope to, in the next uh, few days, have that full raw video on uh, WTVM.com where uh, you can uh, watch this interview, but also see the picture that we're talking about that made them uh, go viral uh, and uh, get all that national attention from ABC News and CNN and the such. And also you can go to WTVM.com slash podcast to see any of the previous 120 episodes of the Run the Race podcast, which you can, you can find on Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, where we'd love for you to write a quick review if you get a chance. I'll write a few sentences is good, bad, or ugly, and give us five stars so we can uh, keep on doing these uh, podcasts talking about fitness and faith. They gave us a closing prayer, so uh, we we are going to have a final segment, though, which we call uh, a parting gift. This uh, inspiration to close out the episode comes from the Bible. It's Titus 2. Two through eight, and uh, you know you don't hear a lot from Titus, right? So it's a great book. Uh, it says, "In your teaching, show integrity, seriousness, and soundness of speech that cannot be condemned, so that those who oppose you may be ashamed because they have nothing bad to say about us." That comes from Titus two. So uh, you know you need when you teach and 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 kind of talk about God, talk about the Bible and Jesus. You want to show integrity, seriousness, and soundness, and so that People, uh, you know, they they won't have anything bad to say about you. You just, you know, plain and simple, this is what it is. This is what I believe. And this is the proof behind it. So there you go. Keep it keep it simple, stupid, right? Kiss. So uh, thank you so much again for joining us for the Run the Race podcast. And uh, uh, hopefully uh, let, you know, let your friends know about it. Uh, uh, post about it on social media using hashtag Run the Race. We're talking about running the race of life uh, with perseverance uh, for God and for His glory. So I hope you enjoyed this uh, first full weekend of college football. And uh, whatever you say, well, I guess I'll say now, go dogs.